You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode And another one where I decided to extract the audio from a really amazing live session that I did over on YouTube. So I know that there's not necessarily that much crossover when it comes to uh, people listening to the podcast and watching the YouTube channel. I know there is for some people, but I just thought, you know what? This was a really good episode, and I want the people who listen to the podcast to hear it because we're going over some of the biggest mistakes, the biggest mistakes that prevent you from getting a girlfriend and stuff that's going to be really, really helpful for you to be able to get a girlfriend if that's what you're looking for. And also, I take a bunch of calls. That's right. Every time I do a live now on YouTube, I'm taking live callers. So if you want to join me every Wednesday night at around 6 to 7 p.m. Central Time, I can answer your questions as well live on YouTube. And so what you're going to hear from today's episode is me doing exactly that, answering some good questions. And I think that they're going to be really helpful for you to learn from as well. We we just go across the board in terms of either breakups or attraction, meeting girls, different techniques, things like that. So I think it's going to be extremely interesting and helpful for you to listen, which is why I put it here on the podcast. Of course, you're also going to hear a bunch of times me talking about the idea of you getting coaching. That is going to come up quite a bit. I say on the episode, uh, or on the live, I should say, I say that you should go to coachedbytrip.com in order to apply. So you'll hear that a few times throughout. So just a reminder that if you are interested in coaching, and I get applications sent in every single day, but I can only work with so many people, uh, the coaching still is available to you. So check it out. Apply today at coachedbytrip.com. So let's get into it. Here is the live YouTube that I did. I think this was last week, I believe. And now you're getting it a week later. Enjoy. What's going on? Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another live episode of Trip Advice every Wednesday, doing this between 6 and 7 p.m. Uh, let me know if I'm coming in clear for the people here who are live, and it'll be good to know. We are going to be taking calls today also. So if you're just joining us, know that you can call in. I'll put the phone number on the screen in just a little bit, and we can take some calls. But first, we got to get into what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about the three mistakes that prevent you from getting a girlfriend. Some could sound obvious. Some maybe you haven't thought about before. I think this is going to be very helpful for you guys who are trying to attract a girl but get into a relationship with a girl. So we'll be going into that, okay? Also, don't forget that coaching is available to you. As you see right there on the screen, it says coachbytrip.com, that URL takes you to an application to do coaching with me. So you would apply, I read through the application and see if you're a good fit. So if you're wondering what what coaching is, coaching is me helping you one-on-one, whether we're going out and about in the field or over the phone. And we basically get you to the point where 
you don't have any more of those sticking points, right? So if you're afraid to talk to girls, if you're not sure what to say, if you can't get girls attracted to, if you want a girlfriend, most guys who have those issues come to me and I help solve them within the matter of either a weekend or a few months. So it's pretty powerful stuff and I can help you with that. So if you want to apply, just go to coachbytrip.com and you can just fill that out as thorough as possible so then I can know if you're a good fit for it. And if you are, we'll get on the phone and we'll help you out. So coachbytrip.com, apply today. Okay, let's get into some good material here. We're talking about the three mistakes that prevent you from getting a girlfriend. Don't forget, we're going to take calls after this. So if you're around and you want to talk to me and ask me a specific question, you're over 18, we will get you help. And also, just so you know, you have to be over 18 to apply for coaching too. So anyone who is under 18, I'm sorry, we cannot help you yet. But once you get to 18, then we can do that. Okay, people are saying being ugly. No, no, that is that is not it. That's not it whatsoever. Okay, in no particular order. The first one is this, okay? The first one is this, neediness. Neediness is something that directly impacts you not getting a girlfriend. I'll tell you why. What happens is when you get to the point where you're meeting a girl and you're dating her, what ends up happening is you start to like her and a lot of guys, they end up getting where they like her so much that they become kind of needy and they show that neediness. They show that neediness through maybe texting her all the time. They get that neediness from trying to hang out with her all the time. They get that neediness by getting in fights with her or getting upset if she doesn't call call them back right away, text them back right away, hang out enough times, right? So when you get to this point where you like a girl so much that you start becoming needy for her because, well, neediness usually comes from a self-esteem issue is that you don't feel secure in yourself. So you feel that anything she's doing that might seem like she's not interested, like like I said, not answering your calls or text messages or not meeting up with you enough or anything kind of little guys will kind of grasp on. Now, girls do this too. We all have the potential to do this before we get into a relationship. When you're in that dating mode, that's where your neediness comes out the most. It also can come out when you're in a relationship, but it definitely comes out in that period where you're dating her for a little bit and then you're moving towards you guys getting together. And that neediness shows a weakness. That weakness is basically showing that you're you're not mentally capable or strong enough mentally to be in a relationship with a high-quality woman. You put them so much on a pedestal that you get so scared of them leaving you or not being with you, and then you become needy, and you show it through the actions that I just described. So neediness is a big one. Just looking at the chat here and seeing if anyone is saying anything about the neediness. So yeah, a woman will... We'll spot this so fast. I mean, it's 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 crazy. She'll spot the neediness so fast and she'll see that, oh, this guy really doesn't have a life. Like all he does is want to be with me and hang out with me. Which brings me to the next one, which I'll talk about in a second, but I still kind of want to stand this neediness for a second. So again, understand this neediness is this weakness. And a woman, she wants to be with a man who is mentally strong. Okay, who can handle uh, tough situations, who can handle her not texting you back, calling you back, or having to hang out with you every single day. A lot of guys, girls too, will get really upset 
really upset when they can't spend a lot of time with this person that they like. And so that upsetness gets translated into what's called being passive aggressive. Okay. So passive aggressive means that, you know, you're kind of being like rude, but not overtly rude to your girl that you're dating. And just showing that, like, oh, you're upset, but you're not really stating why. And she's like, why are you upset? And you're just like, it's it's fine. It's not a big deal, right? It's like you're trying to like ignore the situation, trying to make her feel guilty. That's a lot, a lot of passive aggressiveness is like making someone feel really guilty for no reason, right? And so that is again showing that you're needy. Hope that makes sense. Hope that makes sense. Okay, let's move into the next one, which is a good transition. So the next one is not having your own life. Okay. So a lot of guys who are needy and a lot of people who are needy for women, they're needy because they don't have anything else going on in their life. So they're very needy and wanting to be with their partner or get a lot of attention from their partner all the time, mainly because they don't have enough things going on in their life. Mainly, of course, you can still have a full life and things going on and still be needy. That's why I've kind of separated the two. Okay, they're they're not exactly the same. You can absolutely have uh, friends and work and hobbies and things like that, but still be needy for your girl. But a lot of it comes from guys who don't have enough friends, don't have a lot of things going on in their life, don't have a lot of hobbies, aren't career focused, aren't focusing on just being able to be alone with themselves. And because of the lack of what's going on in their own life, and they don't have a lot of their life, let's say to their fullest capacity, right? Because there's so many different facets of life. And if you're not filling your time up with other things, well, you're going to end up being needy or you're going to be appearing unattractive because you don't have anything going on with you. So it's hard for a woman to be attracted to a guy who just has nothing going on. Like a guy who, let's say, either doesn't have a job or hates his job and you don't have to be making a lot of money, but you have to be at least liking what you do. I mean, you have to have that. That's like a default. Like if you don't like what you do, if you don't, if you don't enjoy your life, if you don't enjoy your work, you're not working towards something, you have no goals, you don't have a lot of friends. It's just like, you're just kind of like a shell. And so she's just attracted to this shell, like this person who has no personality, basically. There's no depth. There's no depth to that person because there's nothing else going on in their life all they have really is themselves. That's not really attractive, you know? I mean, I, w- I would think that would be the same for you, right? Like if you met a girl who literally was just always wanting to hang out with you all the time, had no friends, didn't like what she was doing with her life, didn't have her own things going on. I mean, that's not attractive, right? It's like, who is that person? There's no depth to that person. There's nothing to like. There's nothing to connect to. It's hard to connect with someone when there's nothing to them. So you not having a full life or doing things with your life can, like I said, be unattractive to who you are as a person, cause neediness because you're just looking to that girl to be the center of your life. And this causes all this from preventing you from having a girlfriend, from a girl going from, oh, we're just casually dating or casually sleeping together to, nope, this is a guy that I really want to actually be in a relationship with. Okay. Just looking at the chat for a second here. 
So if you guys have any questions, let me know in the chat. You can do a super chat and I'll definitely answer your question. We're also going to be taking calls in just a second here, which is going to be fun. Love taking your calls. You've been able to figure out how to do that here on the live. So we'll do that. But yeah, any questions you have, I'll try to answer them in the chat as well. Okay. So those are the two things so far. Those are the two things. Neediness, not having a life or doing anything other than trying to meet girls. Okay. Let's go into the third one. Let's go into the third one. So the third one is this. The third one is the reason why you don't have a girlfriend or something that's preventing you from getting a girlfriend. And this is going to sound so common sense, but a lot of guys really aren't realizing this. And it's something I talk about a lot, something I push you guys to do a lot here on the channel, here on the podcast, the How to Talk to Girls podcast. And that is you're not approaching or talking to enough women. That is why you don't have a girlfriend, okay? A guy named Robert asked, what's the best way to build an active life? That's a good question. I'm going to try to go into that if I remember. We'll come back to that. Let me just kind of finish off the third thing here. So you're not approaching enough women. You're not talking to enough women. A lot of guys, this is the common thing. The most common scenario of meeting women is they wait to get introduced to a girl from their friends or from their social circle. Or they hope that maybe they go to a bar one night with their friends and they're just drunk enough to get the courage to say hi to a girl. Or they hope maybe they'll meet a girl in class. Or maybe they hope they meet a girl at work. Like These are the easiest ways to be meeting women. But the problem with this method is that it's super fucking slow. It's super slow. Okay? And a lot of guys will mess this up. They wait for fate to get a girl to somehow cross their path. And listen, it happens all the time. Now, you know, you might be saying like, Trip, like that happens all the time with people though. So why is it a bad thing? My theory is this. I think you settle a little bit. I think you have this idea. Like if you were to write down like, this is my perfect girl, okay? And I don't really believe in, in finding the perfect unicorn girl. It doesn't exist. But I do believe in saying, hey, let's make a list of all the things I love in a girlfriend. Physical attributes, personality, right? So all the different things about a woman. Now, realistically, you can find a woman that has about 80% of those. You're never going to really find someone who's 100%. It's just not possible. So you want to strive for 80% of the characteristics and attributes of the woman that you want. This is my list, by the way, when I'm doing this. This is the list of, uh, of characteristics and attributes that you're looking for. So the goal is to find someone who has got 80%. If you go down to, let's say, 30% of that list... That's when you start, or lower, even like 50%, that's when you start to settle. So I believe that if you were to first make that list and then wait for a time where hopefully you get introduced to a woman, like I said, class, out with your friends at a bar or at a party or through your other friends or whatever, it's going to be very rare that you're going to have a woman land in your lap that has 80%. It just is. So I think that you're going to be settling because it's easy that way. Now, a lot of people say, well, trip, you can meet you know, women off the apps and what about that? Well, that's great too. Hopefully you're using those. I also know that a lot of guys have a lot of trouble with meeting women on the apps or they're not meeting the quality they want. So if you're meeting women on the apps or the dating sites, 
that are getting to, you know, 80% of the things you're looking for, great. But what I think you should be doing, ideally, is using the apps, the dating sites, meeting people through friends, and going out and approaching women and making it more of a habit to go out and talk to women. Wouldn't it be cool if you can just take control of your dating life? You can by being proactive. You be proactive by going out and talking to women. That's the way you're going to do it. That's the ultimate way to then find, if you're looking for a relationship, that's what we're talking about here, that's going to be the ultimate way to find the woman who's got 80% of the things you're looking for. Or I like to say the three non-negotiables. Three non-negotiables are the three things that are non-negotiable that need to be part of, of the woman that you're looking for. Okay. And by the way, that is something that I hope you discover and figure out through coaching, right? So if you are interested in getting coaching, we take you to that level. Not only do we get you out there approaching women and talking to women, but we also figure out who's the perfect woman for you. How are you going to find that? And how are you going to make this part of your reality? How are you going to be a guy who's not going to be needy, has an active lifestyle, and is going out there and meeting enough women to find an amazing girlfriend? It's possible. Okay, it's so possible. You could totally do it. And like I said, if you need help, you need that push, you're not sure where to begin, I will help you get that girl. Okay, so apply at coachbytrip.com if you're interested in receiving coaching. Or you go out and do this by yourself. Again, make the list of what you're looking for in a woman. And then take time to be proactive and go find that person. Okay. And that's what dating is all about, by the way. You go out and because you're not going to know right away, right? You, you got to go on a date. You got to sleep with the girl to make sure that you guys have sexual chemistry. Like all these things have to happen. It just it sucks when I see guys who end up settling because they're too afraid to put themselves out there. So instead, what they do is just hope that someone comes along. That just happens. Thank you, Solotiv84. Oh, Solo TV. Appreciate that super chat. If you have any questions, let me know. I can answer that for you. If you have any super chat questions, happy to answer. So cool. I'll answer that question earlier about how to have an active lifestyle. Really, it's, uh, it's fairly simple. It takes a little bit of time, but you just got to break things down, right? So there's something called the, if you type into Google life coaching wheel, so into Google life coaching wheel, you get a, a little like pie chart of all the various aspects of your life. So it's your career, your hobbies, friends, relationships, family, spirituality. I think that's most of them. So you can go through that wheel and figure out which ones you need to kind of work on and go through it one by one. And then that can be your goal is to see which ones need to be worked on. Like if you're like, okay, I have a lot of friends, but don't have a lot of hobbies. Well, then you're going to work on getting more hobbies, right? So this is looking at your life in a holistic view in this little pie chart. And so you can do that. All right, here's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to go ahead and put on the phone number for you to call in. That's right. We're going to be doing some call-ins today like we've been doing the past couple of weeks. And they've been fun. You guys, if you're over 18, you can call in. We can answer your question and we can, we can talk about your specific problem. And there's rarely a question I can't answer. So let's get into it. Hit me up and we'll try to solve your problem. Okay. And, you know, Again, this is kind of what coaching is for too. So if you have some problems that you want solved, you want to figure out how to get the types of women that you're attracted to and attract the, the women of your choice, you could do that. 
with my help, go to coachedbytrip.com and we'll help you. All right, here's a call. What's up, man? You're on the air. State your name, your age, and where you're calling from. Hey, my name is Fab from Miami. My age is 21 right now. Cool, man. What's up? Did you just apply for coaching recently? Yep. Very cool. Oh, great. Cool. Well, what's your question, man? Yeah, man. Like, this week has been like really hard for me. I just broke with my girlfriend like three weeks ago, but this week, it's like these days have been really hard because I just talked to her last night and because I was telling her, like, okay, I need to talk to you at least one last time to figure out stuff and know what to do next. I find out she's like looking like dating another guy and stuff and it's been only like less than a month. So it was my mistake. But I don't know, man, like I, I really want to to get out out there and and you know, get distracted, get in meeting new people. So I don't know what you think about this kind of situation. So what's your what's like, your main question? How to get over her? How to move on? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you the formula right now. So take notes, okay? Right. All right. So if you're going through a breakup, you want to get over a girl, this is the best way to do it. I'm not going to say it's the easiest way to do it, but it's the best way. So in no particular order, what you're going to... Well, first of all, let me ask you, how long were you dating her for? Four years. Yep. Four years. Wow. Okay. All right. Damn, bro. So you're probably going through a, a lot right now. Okay. Here's what you want to do. First of all, you need to completely block her from all social media. You need to make sure that you cannot see her on social media and she has no access to you on social media. So whatever that means, defriending, unfollowing, deleting, whatever you got to do. Okay, that's, that's one of the steps. Again, no particular order. But you want to do all this as fast as possible. So first do that. Okay, then you're going to go into what's called no contact. No contact means you're not going to contact her. And if she contacts you, you have to tell her, hey, I'd rather we not talk right now because I just need to move on. Simple as that. Okay? All right. On top of that, I would wait maybe two weeks until you start going out and talking to other girls. Instead, spend a lot of time with friends and maybe even look into getting a therapist or, of course, working with a coach like myself. Both is ideal. Okay? So a therapist is going to help go through some of the really more painful, deeper stuff of why it's, it, it hurts so much that you got broken up with. So that's something you're going to want to do as well. Now, you're going to also want to hang out with friends as much as possible, hang out with people as much as possible. Don't spend too much time alone, okay? Stay away from alcohol, stay away from drugs, that will be a temporary fix. It will feel good in the moment, but then it's going to feel really crappy afterwards and really just completely delay the process of you getting better. Okay? So we're going to stay off that stuff. Within two weeks, you're going to start approaching and talking to women. I'd be going out and talking to women again. I'd say that's going to be two weeks from today, assuming you guys just broke up very recently. Yep. Now, this is going to be much easier said than done. You're going to go through what's called withdrawal. You go through withdrawal because you're so used to talking to her, sleeping with her, being with her, 
You now have to create a new life for yourself without her. This is going to be completely, completely new, so it's going to be tough. But what you can do is you can remember, and I'm telling you this because I've been through this, I've had clients go through this, is that there is light at the end of the dark tunnel. Right now you're going through a dark tunnel, there is light. There's going to be a moment where you're going to feel better about this. It doesn't seem like that now because it's so in your head, like, whoa, there's no way. There's just no way I'm going to feel good about this because you're going through so much pain, but you will get over her eventually, okay? Uh, really quickly, I want everyone in the comments who's watching right now to say to, sorry, what was, what was your name again? Fabio. Fabio. To say, be strong, Fabio, okay? There's a lot of support here from the TripAdvice community. So guys out there say, be strong, Fabio. We have over 140 people watching right now. So what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on what I'm telling you to do? You know, I've been reading a lot of stuff and I find out like we got like two sides of the brains and or two parts of the brains. Like one is the logical thinking and the other one's like emotional. So I've been thinking like shit, like logical, like I don't need to talk to her. I don't, I don't want, like I need to go away, you know? I just need to go away and forget everything, like to get over. But bro, I still have feelings. Like I love her so much, and what is fucking breaking me up right now is like I talk to her and she's cold as fuck with me. Really cold, and it's been only like three weeks. You know, she's really strong on that, and I'm fucking weak on that side. You know. Yeah, and that stings. You know, it stings when your ex is being cold and being mean to you. But you know what? Take that energy and be like, screw her, right? Like if she's going to be rude to you, cold to you, just take that and be like, good. I don't want to be with someone who would ever be like that. You got to kind of take some of the bad things that you remember about the relationship, and I'm sure there was something, and, and try to kind of focus on that so you're not thinking about all the good stuff. And so what happens is when you go through this whole period of no contact and, and not looking at old pictures and not being on social media, what happens is your memories start to fade of her. And so the longer you can go without having any contact with her, she starts to become more faded in your memory because you haven't been in contact with her and it starts to heal you. Okay. By the way, there's about 20 people in here, if you can see, giving you support saying, be strong. So. You're going to get through it, man. Thank you, brother. You're welcome, man. And I'm going to, uh, I read through your application and, and I am accepting you into uh, potentially getting coaching. So I'm going to text you probably by the end of the night or tomorrow. And we can talk about what it would take to get you signed up for coaching. Okay. Okay, bro. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, man. Be strong. Good luck. Talk to you soon. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. All right, you are on the air. What's your name, age, and where you're calling from? Yes, this is uh, Rod. I'm 25. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. What's up? You say what's your name? Rod. Rod. What's up, Rod? How yeah. you doing, man? What's your question? Yes, uh, I kind of have two questions, but I'm gonna uh, come with the first one. Um, I don't ask like my uncles, older guys about this similar situation. But it's like the girl, like uh, not all females, but some that that I approach, they kind of always look at me like a player. They get, they 
get this player type of vibe off me. Why do you think that and is? It's just not like uh, I, it's like a few. They kind of knew my background of having a lot of females, but the other half they don't know nothing about me, and they'll be like, "It looked like you got a lot of girls. You look like a player. It looked like you have females." Like you know, it's just like I. It, at a point in time when I was younger, it it kind of got me depressed because I was trying to find a girlfriend and I was pushing women, and they was like, one was like, "You look like you got a lot of girls." One was like, "It looked like you do what you want to a women," and this was the complete opposite of what was going on with me. And I just never got a direct answer that you know that. I really can just agree with and well let me ask you this are they actually rejecting you like are you actually making a move to ask them out or going to date with them and they're saying no I will not you are a player or are you just having casual conversations where they just happen to bring it up well it's like some some like in the first couple of words they'll say it deep off in the conversation they'll say it and some that I might need and get their number They'll say it like a couple of days later or the same day or a week later. Okay, so here's what you want to I mean, do. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just a bad-looking guy, you know. They might look at me and assume that I'm just like, I have a, a whole stable girl. Yeah, this is what I call a good problem. Okay, this is, this is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, when it comes to this, this is kind of like a shit test which means that the girl is just kind of saying that to kind of mess with you and see what you're going to say. So if a girl ever wow. if, if a girl ever says that, what you want to do mm-hmm. is just agree and exaggerate. Just say, yep, you're right. I'm the biggest player in the world. I have five girlfriends. I can't even remember all their names. Oh, wait. No, I do remember their names. And then just name off some, some names. Huh. Don't ever get defensive because when you get defensive, you look uh-huh. guilty, right? So just kind of play it off. And also... Don't make it a focus of conversation. So if girls are saying that you're a player or that becomes a focal point of the conversation, then it becomes this big deal and it almost almost will come off like you actually are. So you want to just agree, exaggerate, and then completely move on from the conversation and just talk about something else. Say, yeah, yeah, I'm the biggest player in the world. I have so many girlfriends. Anyways, and then talk about whatever else and then ask them out. So you want to just completely ignore it. Oh, okay. I kind of got that answer before, but they didn't. They didn't kind of explain exactly the way you were. And I have one more quick question. Like, just uh, approaching a female, what's the best way you think to keep the convers like keep them comfortable and keep the conversation going? Just like keeping a relationship hot after you've been married for forty years, just keeping the the you know keep them comfortable while talking to you. Do you mean like when you're dating a girl, or you re- when you're in a relationship no, with a girl? Just, just, just approaching, just approaching. I tried to put it in the in the comments, in the question comments. That's why I decided to call. That was really my first question. It's like when approaching and how to keep the conversation going and keep them comfortable by talking to you. Well, here's the thing: in terms of keeping them comfortable, the girl's going to be comfortable when you're comfortable. That's kind of the bottom line. Girl's not going to be comfortable if you're not comfortable. Did I say that right? She'll be, yes. She'll not oh, be comfortable. Oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah. I feel exactly where you're coming from now. Yeah, so 
So bottom line is if you're if you're feeling comfortable in the conversation, she'll feel comfortable. That's all you need to know. In terms of continuing the conversation, one of my biggest tips to you is just talking. Uh, guys overthink it a lot. I know I, I get this question. This is the most common question, by the way. I rarely answer because I have so many videos about it and a whole podcast about Uh-oh. it. But it's cool. I I'll, just I'll, really found out about it. <laughs> um, you should, you should, you should check out my podcast, by the way, How to Talk to Girls. It's on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. I sure will. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's free. It's out there. But one concept, one technique is you want to talk about the things. like You, you seem like a guy who's, who's fairly comfortable with women. You're already in the process of talking oh. to a lot of women. So just talk right. about whatever you want to talk about. Don't think oh, I need to talk about something that's mind-blowingly interesting that she needs to be interested in. Just talk about whatever you want to talk about, man. Like anything. Like get her involved in the conversation. If you're excited about it, if you're mm-hmm. excited, then she's going to be excited. If you're interested in something, maybe she'll be interested in it. Who knows? But you're going to come off more charismatic when you're trying to entertain yourself through the conversation and talk about the things that you want to rather than trying to focus more on her. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, that's really a problem because it's like I'm, I really do focus on what could make her happy and, and what, you know, just focus more on how I can make this, you know, whatever female it is comfortable or happy. So it's basically the ball is on so, my side of court and I'm right. in control. So try the opposite now. So what I want you to do is whatever you were doing before, go the direct opposite. Try the exact opposite of that and see how that works for you. Sound that's, good? That's kind of familiar with the with the first question when I was saying about getting, me approaching women and they're just assuming that I'm this big pimp daddy, you know? What wait, what are you saying with that? I was I was just comparing it to the first the first question when I was saying uh, that the females uh, just assume that I'm some big player pimp daddy. It's like it's like the same tactic and that, we, you know, using the same kind of method. In terms of what? Doing the opposite? Well, yeah, kind of. Because you're just going to be, yeah, instead yeah. of instead of agreeing, you're going to, or instead of disagreeing, you're going to do the opposite. You're going to agree with them. Blow their mind because you're actually not getting defensive about it because most guys will get defensive about it. Like, no, I'm not a player. I'm not a player. What are you talking about? What are you talking yeah, about? They, they get defensive, so you're going to do the opposite. So let's yeah, try those I, out. I got that up. Uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I got that. The last time I asked somebody about that, they actually told me the similar, the same thing, but I didn't, I didn't agree with them. I didn't think they knew what they was really talking about. And now you agree with it because I said it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, hopefully I explained it in a better way. So there you go. Oh, yes, you did, man. I appreciate you so much, man. I, I'm going to show tune in to your stuff, man. I, I appreciate you for even, you know, spending your time to talk to them. For sure, man. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you too. Stick around. Lots of more videos. Check out the podcast and uh, apply for coaching if you need it as well. All right? Okay. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Take care. All right. I think we have another caller. Are you on the air? Okay, you're on the air. State your name, your age, and where you're calling from. Hello, Trip. My name is Tabani, and I am 26, and I live in Pasadena, Texas. All right, man. What's going on? What's your question? I used to be in this, this relationship with this girl. She was 34, and we dated for like three years. 
And she broke up with me because I kept messing up and I had to keep asking for forgiveness. And and she basically hurt, hurt my feelings when, when I messed up again because I was on, on a call with her and, and I was also using social media at the same time. Like she just looking through my Facebook and she got mad about it and she broke up with me and she said that she was tired of it, that I kept messing up and that she kept forgiving me and forgiving me and that she won't do it no more. She don't want nothing to do with me. She just wants to be friends. But at the same time, she keeps calling me and trying to talk with me. And I, and I tell her, well, didn't you say you want time alone for me, like three months? And, she, and she's like, yeah, because I'm tired of it. Like, you keep stressing me out. And my mom keeps stressing me out. And, and my sister and my brother. And I just, I just feel bad. Like, I said that, like, I met this girl online. And, and um, I never, like, I dated one girl in real life. And that's it. Like, I'm, I'm the type of, of shy guy that won't approach a girl. And this girl in real life, she approached me. And, and she was, like, 31. And this was, like, last year. And we started, like, we only went on one day to the movies. So... I don't know how, how I can approach girls. I'm too shy. So what's your question? Like, I, I want to get back with the girl, with, with this girl, but, but she, she, she's not going to forgive me no more. I want to know how can I approach another girl, try to get her number, and, and move on with my life, and finally, like, be in a real-life relationship. Okay. So let me give you some thoughts here. So first of all, if she's still contacting you, okay, she's still contacting you, and she's giving you these mixed signals where she's like, I don't want to be with you, but she keeps on yeah. texting you and calling you, you need to tell her to stop, okay? So you're going to have to tell her to stop and say, listen, okay. I don't want to communicate with you anymore unless you want to work on this relationship and getting back together, which I would like to do but if you're not interested anymore, then I have to move on. So that's step one, okay? That's what I want you to do. Okay. Okay. I'm going to probably guess that if that is the case, uh, or I'm, I'm going to guess that the case is going to be that she's probably not going to want to get back together with you, and that's okay. See, so here's the thing. A lot of you guys, especially you, everyone who's watching, mm -hmm. you're going you're gonna to go through a period where you go through breakups, because you messed up and something happened. As much as it sucks and yeah. you're like you're like oh my god if I just didn't do that one thing, you know? Like but here's the thing, it's inevitable. All that all those things were going to happen because that's who you are. So what I'm saying is is these breakups, these girls who are breaking up with you, it's inevitable. It was always going to happen and you just take this as a learning lesson of what to do better next time. You're not going to necessarily get the first relationships right. You're going to mess up or you're going to find out she's going to mess up. She's not going to be one that you want to be with. So you're going to learn, okay, this is not the type of woman that I want. I want someone different. Okay. So take these lessons yeah. and look at them as like, be grateful for them is what I'm saying. Be grateful that you're getting these lessons and you're learning from this. Now, in order to move on, I, I don't, were you watching earlier? I actually just went over this with some guy who also just went through a breakup. Have you been watching for the past like 20, 30 minutes? Yes. It was Fabio. <laughs> Yeah, very good. So um, 
you're you're going to have to go through that same thing. So I just repeat that process, right? No contact, uh-huh. block her, move on, don't talk to girls for a couple weeks. And then after that, you can move on and start talking to girls. Um, in order to break through your shyness, you're going to have to kind of take a very baby step approach to it. Start going out, start just saying hi to people, wave to them, keep walking by, you know, ask people directions somewhere, just kind of break through the shyness by doing these little baby steps. That's something yeah. I actually teach in my coaching program. So if you're interested in coaching, you can apply. I kind of walk you through all these little baby steps. But I think what's going to be more important for you right now is getting over her and doing some of these first steps to make sure that she's out of your life, getting over her, and then moving okay. on to the next step. So how, how do I approach um, another girl and try to, to get her number and not see me just like a potential friend, but like a boyfriend in the future? Okay, so that's a big question. Wait, hold on. What, what was the last part you said? Yeah, how can I get a girl's number and let her see me as more than a friend, not just like a regular friend? Because there's a lot of girls that are trying getting their numbers. They give me a fake number or, or they just like say, like, you're just my friend. I don't see you like, like that. So, right. So you're probably not flirting enough. And you're probably not having conversation that's interesting to you. Possibly. Those are just small parts of it. Here's what I want you to do. And for everyone else who's watching too, check out on my channel. It's called the Trip Advice Manifesto. It's an hour-long video on YouTube. Watch that. That will help give you a really nice overall and introduction to the whole process of meeting and attracting women. I cannot answer that on one call. This, that it would take about 50 hours to explain it. Oh. But you have all of the different various videos on my channel. Coaching is an option for you. You can apply for coaching. You can also get my book, Magnetic, which is on Amazon. So that's another possibility for you as well. So lots of resources for you in order to figure out how to approach and get numbers and get girls interested in you. For now, move okay. on from the first girl and then move to that second step. Sound good? Okay. Okay, sounds good. Thank right. you. Thanks, man. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. Okay, someone, uh, Mike, how do you get through? You got a call. That's all I can tell you, man. You got a call. First come, first serve. That's how it's going to happen. I got time, though, for a few more calls if you guys want to do this. So call in. Oh, someone called in. There we go. What's up? You are on the line. What is your name? Your age? Where are you calling from? What's up, Trip? I'm calling out of New York. I'm 18 years old. You just made the cut. What's your name? Ali. What's up, man? What's your question? All right, man. You know, so I've been watching your videos for a while now, and um, you know, it's really great shit, really good stuff. But but I'm really I'm really uh, interested into the question that I've had in my mind for a while now, and it's how what what role does money play in attraction in game? Do women care about it? Do they not? Is it more uh, traits uh, that co- that come with money, the confidence, the charisma, or is it the money itself? Like what what is it the relation of money to uh, ha- you know having relationship and talking to women? So money is a symbol of. You, well, it's a symbol of many things. It's a symbol of, it could be a symbol of success. It could be a symbol of you doing something with your life because if you're, if you have a career and you're doing something, you're making money. 
It's a sign of security because if you have money, you can build a nice lifestyle for yourself. Okay. So that's what it symbolizes. How important is it to women? To some women, it's very, very important. And to that extreme degree, those are women who are maybe on the gold digging end. Okay. So that's the extreme degree. So they're just looking for guys who have money so they can have a nice lifestyle and, and buy things. And then there's some women who are looking for guys who are very successful because they want to have a really nice lifestyle. I think there's a, there's a small pool there. And then I think a majority of women just want to know that you have enough money where if she gets into a relationship with you, you guys aren't going to be dead broke and having a shitty lifestyle. And I don't mean that your lifestyle has to be flying around in private jets and going to exotic beaches all the time. But at the very least, you should be doing something with your life where you are making money and you're doing something to support yourself. And then therefore, she knows that if she comes into your life, that she's going to be able to share a good lifestyle with you. Okay? So um, now, I want to be very clear here is that it's not that women are looking to not work and just be with you, but some women are looking for just to go in and, and raise the kids. I'm not saying all women. It all, it's all depends on kind of who you're going after. Like some women just want to be a mom. So if they want to be a mom, they're not going to be working. They're going to be being a mom. And then you're going to be the one who's going to be taking in all the responsibility of the money part. Okay. But if I were to say generally, if you're making enough money to survive comfortably, you're going to be in a good position. And of course, more money is good for you because it's going to give you access to more things in your life. So, and that's just pretty cool for you in general. Like if you have more money, you can get access to different types of women because you can maybe go to different events or you can travel more or do things. So I'm very pro, yeah, go out there and and make a bunch of money, but it's not the end-all be-all. You you don't have to be rich to attract a woman, but you also can't be broke. Like if you're broke, you're going to be kind of screwed, right? It's just going to be tough. You're not going to have a wider pool of choice to attract a quality woman. And I don't blame them, by the way. It's like, of course, what, what, you know, like, why wouldn't you want to be with someone who's, you know, able to take care of themselves? Like, you know, a girl doesn't want to be with a guy who's like living on his, on his parents' couch, right? And all, dep- it all depends for you too. I mean, like, I don't know, some guys care if a woman makes money because they want to like, build, you know, a, a big net worth and everyone's working and making a bunch of money. It all depends. Some guys don't even want their woman to make money because they want her to take care of the kids while they do the work and balance it out that way. But but yeah, I, I kind of went all over the place there. But does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, makes, that makes sense. Because I, I, I was originally asking the question because, you know, when I would, uh, back in the day when I would do pickup or when I would, just go to any go to places to you know to, to talk to women. When I would drive, when I would drive my back when I didn't have my own car, I would drive my parents' car. And whenever I would drive my dad's Lexus, I would get so much attention from women. We would ask questions about it, and it was sort of it was sort of like a status symbol. It was sort of a, a a great way to make conversation. It's like a great breaking the ice sort of thing. But when I'm driving my own car, my Camry, it's like I don't or this or my Subaru. It doesn't really it, like it doesn't really garner that same sort of attention. Yeah, money is attractive. Bottom line. Money is an attractive thing because it shows success and success is attractive. Success is an attractive trait in a man because it's a very masculine trait because he's going after what he wants. 
And of course, what woman doesn't wouldn't want to be with a guy? No, no woman says like, oh, I don't want to be with a guy who's got a lot of money. I mean, unless they're like super liberal hippie type, you know. But I mean, money. Just understand that having a lot of money is great and definitely helps, but you don't need it. You don't need to have a lot of money. You need baseline to be making. I mean, listen, I'm just throwing a number out there, but you should be at least making like $50,000 a year. You know, like I think that would be a really good start to, depending on where you live, of course, being able to create a nice life for yourself. Because a woman wants to share a nice, comfortable life. And can you blame them? Right? And also, but here's the thing. Don't be making money to attract women. You should be making money to for yourself. Like, don't think of more money, better women. Like, no, you'll be able to get quality women still without being rich. But you should be trying to be rich anyways and make money because having money helps support your lifestyle. And it's good, of course, if you're using it in the right way. Does that make sense? I think we lost him. So hopefully made, that makes sense to you guys. I got a couple more calls in that we can take. So any other questions, hit me up. Let's go. Hit me up on Skype. I know a lot of you have been calling in and I can't get to all of you. So let's hear from ya. Does that make sense, guys? I'm going to keep the hotline up for just a little bit longer. But then let's go back to... Uh... Cool. What's up? How you doing? Name, age, where are you calling from? Hey, Drip. This is uh, Jay, 27 years old, calling from the Midwest. All right, man. What's your question? I got a question for you, kind of a specific scenario. Uh, like your advice on it. I was working uh, this summer at an internship, and basically, I met this lady and, this, and couldn't really tell if I was being a friend or, you know, if she was looking for something a little more than that. There's a little bit difference in age. I'm probably nearly 10 years older. So as you say in some of your videos, I thought that that may be one of the things she was interested in, but it's like, I don't really get uh, that much attention from females, her, her, her caliber, I would say. So I was a little thrown off at first and was just kind of interested in how you thought I should approach that situation as I feel like the internship is over and I feel like I blew it. We said our goodbyes. I feel like during that goodbye, she opened the door for me to, you know, make that move and I didn't. And during the course of the internship, she kind of made the first move and texted me first, just a little, you know, can you do me a favor? But as you said in your videos, even something like that can speak some volume. Did I blow it, Trip? If I didn't, how do I salvage the situation? Well, do you have her contact information? I do. Phone oh, number, uh, Twitter, Snapchat. So why don't you just uh, text her and ask her out? Oh, well, I guess that would... You need more information on the situation. I'm sorry. She, it's like uh, two hours between where we live. The internship was kind of in a centralized location. And I wasn't sure if that was, you know, something she would be interested in. I know... There had been, it's a fairly heavily uh, male-dominated industry. So she was definitely uh, popular during that month. And I had heard that, you know, she had given this guy a number or maybe not. So I then felt like, okay, maybe I'm reading the 
So why I mean, do you want? I why do you want to get no into problem. a? Why do you want to get into a relationship with someone or date someone who's two hours away from you? Well, I travel for work, so I mean, I'm gone <laughs> twenty to thirty-two weeks of the year. That is basically going to be my life, and it seemed like that was cool. You know what I mean? With her, she was in that industry as well in a different aspect. But I, I mean, I'm literally gone. 20 to 32 weeks a year. So that is going to be something that I need to find someone who's going to be comfortable with anyway, you know? So again, back to my original thing, why can't we just text her right now? I guess we can. I just didn't know, you know, how do you manage that situation? You got a friend over here that may be also interested or, you know, a coworker who you don't want to ruffle feathers I mean, it's, is it maybe I'm not saying I'm successful, but does, is she just trying to advance her career? How do I read these things? Well, all right. So you're saying a lot here. So do you want to go after her or not? I would say, yeah, I would definitely like to see if she, if the interest was mutual, you know what I mean? What would be and okay, good. So good answer. And what could go wrong besides her rejecting you? Nothing really, honestly, um, other than getting, I would say no one else that was interested or pursuing, I would say would have any determining factor on how my, you know, employment or career would so pan I'm, out. I'm going to interrupt you. So here's what you're doing. You're, you're playing people pleaser. And what you're doing is you're, you're making up things in your head. You're like tiptoeing around the situation. Like, oh, there's another coworker involved and maybe he likes her, she likes him. And I don't know if she's going to like me or I don't know what's going on. So you're letting your head dictate everything and letting all these thoughts be in control of your actions. When all the thoughts in your head, you have no validity of any of it because you don't have any facts because no one's ever really said anything to you and you never even tried asking her out. So you got to ignore all those thoughts in your head. Stop trying to figure out what's going on and who's going to like who and what's going to happen and just go for it. Because if you're sitting here and you're just trying to like analyze everything, it's just a waste of time because you don't really know the truth. Like A lot of guys do this when they see a girl they want to approach. They'll go, oh, she looks like she's in a bad mood. Oh, I think she's probably has a boyfriend. She's really pretty. Oh, I'm probably going to get rejected. Like they, they just make up all these things in their head to psych them out because they're just afraid of rejection when they don't know the truth by any means. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I guess that totally makes sense. I think I was maybe thinking about too much about how the professional and personal, you know, I, that's a line I've never crossed and I didn't, I'm not sure how to do that ethically, you know? So that was right. a, a big question well, of mine that was running through my head. It all depends. I mean, are you, I thought you're not working with her anymore, right? No, it was uh, like an internship, month-long internship deal where I felt like, you know, we built kind of a connection over time to where I was like, I blew that, you know what I mean? And probably for the best that you didn't do it during the internship. I, I just, I never think it's a good idea to start a tr- uh, approaching girls or trying to flirt with girls who are you're working with because you don't right. know the situation. But now you're not working with her. So if I were you, I'd right now text her and try to get her out, try to meet up with her. See what happens. Gotcha. The, the, wor- the worst I, that happens is she know, says, I no, I'm not interested or no, I didn't see you like that. And then that's it. Now you know you can move on. You're the man, Trent. Appreciate it. You're going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it, man. You're going to do it. And then you're going to come back next Wednesday and you're going to tell us what happened. 
I can do that, brother. I love your content. I've been watching it for quite some time. I love it, man. Awesome. And if you're looking for any coaching, don't forget to apply at coachbytrip.com if you want to take this any further. Will do, brother. This is Jay. I'll talk to you next Wednesday, Trip. Thanks, bud. Take care. Mm -hmm. That's all we can do for calls today. We're wrapping up the hour. You guys are awesome. I just I just tried this whole call thing out and everyone is just calling in and I appreciate it. I'm sorry I can't get to you, but next week and the following week and the following week, I'm going to be here doing more calls. So don't worry. Every Wednesday we're doing this. I'm sorry if I couldn't get to you, but if you want any help here and you want to get to the point where you're getting your questions answered personally by me and we're going into a really deep dive and helping you get the girl, get over the girl and attract the women that you're interested in, become a guy who's going out there and easily attracting women, we can get you to do that. All you got to do is go to coachbytrip.com and apply. Now, some people were saying in the chat, how many people do I accept? Um, It depends, man. I don't know. It depends. Not everyone gets in. It depends how you fill out your application. But my, I accept most people to the point where we're getting on the phone together Okay, maybe 50%. So I guess it's, it's, it's one in two chance of you getting on the phone with me. You just got to be over 18 and you got to fill out the application to the best of your ability because I can't take everybody. So go to coachbytrip.com, apply, see if we get on the phone. And then if we do, we'll talk about your options for coaching and see how we can help you out. So there you go. Thank you. Good night. Appreciate it. See you next week.